you find yourself continually thinking about your physical appearance, about your next meal or your next workout? Well, you are in the right place, my friends, because we are continuing the body image series today with five questions to ask yourself if you're striving for a bikini body. Welcome back to the Feed by Read podcast, my friends. As always, grateful for your listening ears. This is the last episode in the Body Image series, and I hope this ends on a strong and impactful note, encouraging you to really reflect on why you feel a compulsion to focus or fixate on a bikini body. I pray that today's scriptures and questions and insight encourages you to take a new approach. You are listening to the health and fitness podcast for the female millennial. Step off the roller coaster of yo-yo diet and fitness trends with sustainable solutions to make positive habit change. Learn to stress less, eat smart, and move more with me, Coach Reed, and the fit for life-minded guests I bring onto the show. We'll tackle one diet myth at a time, give you tactical ways to make change in your life, and deliver it all with a lighthearted quirk that you just can't stop listening to. As I like to say, it's an educational audio treat better said like a lollipop for your ears. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, my friends. It is the last week of May and the final episode of the body image series that I've been doing this month. I would highly encourage you to check out some of the other episodes if this is the first one that you are tuning into. We are talking all about how to kind of pull your perspective away from chasing a bikini bod this summer and putting your perspective toward understanding God's purposes and plans for your life and just healing body image wounds and challenges, things that maybe you've dealt with for years. So we've been coming at this from all kinds of different angles. We had a really fun interview episode with Kelly Oyewole, uh, a dear friend of mine and truly a mentor to me. So check out that episode. I'll link all of them in the show notes, but essentially know that if you are someone who is struggling with body image at this time of year or at any time, uh, you are not alone And I think the beautiful thing to be taken away, hopefully, from this series is to really recognize that God can heal any of those wounds or challenges you might be dealing with. So I hope that as I've been kind of lacing scripture into things and helping you guys to see that perspective as well, that that's been uplifting. So today specifically, we are going to be talking about five questions to ask yourself if you are striving for a bikini bod. So if you find that you're in that place where you're like, uh, I really recognize that I have this very strong desire to look a certain way, uh, whether it's in a swimsuit, just in, you know, a little bit less clothing in the summer. And I kind of wish I didn't have this desire or I'm trying to navigate why I feel this way or have this this desire for something that I kind of wish just would be stripped away from my, my heart. Uh, then these are some questions to really process through and to think through if you're in that place. So we're going to dive right on in. I got five questions, but there's definitely some meat to each of these questions. So if you are driving and listening to this, obviously don't pause and write these down. Um, But if you are walking, maybe listening to this podcast, if you are on the treadmill, I would encourage you after each of these questions, just pause the podcast and take some time to really think about what your response is to the specific question. So you can start to understand and navigate uh, where are you at when it comes to this whole kind of like striving for a certain body situation. Question number one is, am I taking unhealthy measures to get there? Now, there is something that is kind of defined by you. I think for different people, we have different kinds of goals, different things we work toward, but specifically in this area of physique, 
the concept of quote unquote there looks different for different people. So that's for you to understand uh, what it is that you're kind of trying to attain or achieve. But the real question here being, are you taking unhealthy measures to get there? Now, examples of unhealthy measures would be very, very low calorie diets. For example, if you're restricting like below 1500 calories, maybe 1200, something crazy like that, definitely would fall in the category of unhealthy measure. Highly restrictive diets, so diets where you're maybe like cutting out almost an entire macronutrient group, uh, you're eating only certain foods, you know, things like keto would fall in this category. Uh, There's a lot of different diets out there that would fall into highly restrictive. So that would be something to think about. Uh, Another thing to be considered would be, are you spending crazy amounts of time exercising every day or like numerous times per week. And when I say crazy amounts of time, we're talking like numerous, numerous hours of time spent exercising each day, or maybe as I mentioned, numerous times per week. And and you're not working toward a specific goal. It's not like, okay, I'm going on a two hour run because I'm training for a marathon. It's like, I'm doing this out of, uh, you know, attempt to shrink myself essentially. Also knowing too, that sometimes we can work towards certain athletic goals with actually a kind of undercurrent of Uh, body dysmorphia and kind of some sort of goal around our physique, even though we're setting kind of a more external goal that to others looks as though we're trying to achieve something athletically, something to be conscious of. Um, A couple other things to mention would be uh, purging, laxatives, right? These sorts of things are definitely unhealthy measures when it comes to trying to change or shift your body. And I think another important thing to think about is, are you in a place where you simply feel like you're losing your life to dieting? Do you feel like all of your time is fixated around what you're eating, when you're exercising, is your food prepped? Like it just becomes obsessive. I think that all of these things can start to fall in that category of unhealthy. And there's, of course, many other things that I have not mentioned here that are can be unhealthy as well. Um, but really pausing to just assess and understand, am I taking measures that are unhealthy to try to get to where I want to go? I think the hopefully beneficial thing to recognize kind of the flip side of this if we're saying hey no I'm actually taking healthier measures if you focus on building healthy habits a healthy body does follow and that's something that doesn't mean it happens overnight and healthy by the way doesn't necessarily mean the size of the model in the magazine that you just flipped through it means healthy for you healthy in terms of your body uh that allows you to be functional, allows you to move well, allows you to sleep well, to have sustained energy throughout the day, allows you to do the things of daily life, to move and jump and play and laugh and all those sorts of good things. So if we build healthy habits, if you've listened to any of my episodes, of course, you guys know that this is like my deepest, purest passion is how do I help women build healthy habits? If you start to think about making small changes and building things in a healthy way, a healthy body will follow. It doesn't always happen instantaneously, but it does happen. I loved what Kelly mentioned in that interview episode that we did just a couple episodes ago. She mentioned that she went through kind of a wild weight loss journey. She lost 50 pounds and she's only 5'2", by the way. So 50 pounds was like nearly a third of her body weight. And she mentioned that in the first year, I can't remember exactly what the number was, but I think she only lost somewhere like between five and 10 pounds. It was six pounds or something in the first year of making a ton of beneficial changes for her health. But she was just so committed to it and so dedicated to continuing to make change that she focused on building the habits and the healthy body followed, which meant for her in that situation specifically, weight loss. Doesn't always necessarily mean weight loss for all of us. 
depending on where we're at in terms of our health, in terms of our body composition measurements. Um, So thinking about how can I focus on building healthy habits, the healthy body will come if I'm consistent with those. Question number two is, do I plan to sustain this into the next season? So if you're listening to this as it comes out and you're thinking about the summer right now, maybe you're kind of striving for a bikini body for the summer because you're like, well, I'm going to have a swimsuit on and all these things. The next season obviously would be fall when we get a little bit more bundled up, a little bit more covered up. Do you plan to sustain this into the fall? If the answer is no, that would tell me that you're clearly restricting in some sort of unsustainable way. If you're to really pause and think about whatever diet protocol you're on, whatever sort of exercise regimen you're on, or maybe it's not even something that you've specifically found online. It's something that you've kind of just, you've made up your own rules, shall we say. (laughs) If you really pause to think about is this something that I could do, say, three, four months from now, and your answer is absolutely not, that tells you it's not sustainable, which then would in turn tell me that you might be taking some sort of unhealthy measures to go back to the last question. Not necessarily, but decent chance if you find that it's so incredibly unsustainable. If the answer is yes, and you're like, you know what, I could, yeah, I could sustain this into the next season, then there's a chance you are making healthy choices. We think about healthy choices. Let me give you some things to to consider. We think about everything from moderating our stress levels. Maybe that looks like adding more mindfulness or intentionality into your day. Maybe it looks like talking with a therapist. Maybe you're saying, you know what, I'm going to really be intentional with getting eight hours of sleep each night. Maybe you are drinking half your body weight in ounces of water each day. You're really aiming for that. Maybe you're thinking about your food and you're bumping up your protein intake, aiming to have something green or leafy at lunch and dinner. Maybe you're thinking about from a movement perspective, adding in a 30-minute walk in the morning. Possibly you're switching up your workout routine for something that's a little bit more fun and exciting to you. Those are all healthy things, good things, changes that we can implement, usually ideally one at a time so we can make sustainable change, Uh, but things things that can definitely benefit our health. And as I mentioned, in turn, if our body does have opportunity for kind of optimization in terms of body composition, then those changes will come as we're consistent with those things. If you are in a place where you're trying to think about, you know, I don't know, maybe I should consider switching to something that's maybe a more sustainable, healthy approach. I'm going to link an episode in the show notes called Prioritizing Habit Change, Where to Begin Your Journey to Better Health. And this is an episode that I think really covers a lot of kind of the foundations of how I approach coaching and how I love to help clients and individuals in my community tuning into the show, how to help them understand where to start making change and what it looks like to stack one thing after another. Not to take this approach where it's like, I'm going to change everything all at once, which rarely sticks, by the way. (laughs) So consider, do I plan to sustain this into the fall or into the next season? Question number three is, how does a quote-unquote hot bod glorify God? Yes, I like the fact that that rhymes. (laughs) How does a quote-unquote hot bod glorify God? This, I think, is actually one of the most important questions to be asked here because it forces us to pause and understand not just what are my habits and, you know, how is this all coming together as healthy or unhealthy, but rather, what is my reason for doing this? And does this really actually connect with my bigger picture plan or purpose on this earth? So I, there's a couple of scriptures I want you to think through here because this is a, this can be a really big and kind of a looming question. A couple of scriptures that are uh, valuable, I think, in processing through this question. First one is Proverbs 16.9. The mind of a person plans his way, but the Lord 
directs his steps. Second verse, Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will advise you with my eye upon you. I think both of these scriptures speak to this concept of the Lord truly being like our ultimate counselor, our ultimate guider, our ultimate mentor. He has plans and purposes for our life based on the gifts he's given us, based on the environment and the setting that we're in. He knows all the details of our life. And so pausing to recognize does, hey, does my pursuit of looking a certain way have literally anything to do with his plans for my life? I think the most important piece of this is recognizing and pausing to ask yourself, am I spending time in prayer to understand what his plans are in the first place? Because if you're not spending time in prayer and quietude in his word, understanding his plans and purposes for your life individually, opening yourself up to hearing from him, then you close yourself off from really having that sort of direction. And I think, you know, one important thing to mention here, I think for most people, it's fair to say that you're probably going to recognize, hey, you know, me having a quote unquote hot bod really has nothing to do with his plans or purposes for my life, nor does it necessarily glorify him all that much. (laughs) But I also recognize it's not my place to tell you that you're wrong by any means. If you feel like God has called you to compete in a bodybuilding show or to do something of that nature in order to inspire others, you feel like that's a piece of your journey, that's between you and God, right? But for most of us, we're going to recognize with this question that having a quote-unquote hot bod has really nothing to do with glorifying God. Question number four is, does my closet require a quote-unquote hot bod? Does my closet require a hot bod? The reason I ask this, essentially when I say my closet, I I mean, you know, the clothing that you have in there to wear throughout the summer months. Because I think, I, I see this a lot in women, that we feel some sort of expectation to be fairly exposed or to dress a certain way or look a certain way. But simultaneously with that comes the extra pressure oftentimes on ourselves to be a certain size if we're wearing certain kinds of clothes. Does that make sense? I think the ultimate core of this is how do we start to how do we start to bring modesty into this? It's not for me to tell tell you by any means what's appropriate or what's not appropriate or what's modest or what's not modest. That is not my place, my dear. That is between you and God, right? That's the sort of thing that you can bring up in, in prayer and in conversation. But it is valuable for us to pause and recognize that sometimes there can be benefit in making some shifts in your apparel choices. I think a swimsuit can be a very strong example of this, right? We're talking about a bikini bod. Now, swimsuits by nature are pretty exposing. Yeah, that's kind of the nature of them because you're swimming and you don't want a bunch of stuff weighing you down, blah, blah, blah. Totally get it. Once again, I'm not calling out anything, whether I do think something is or isn't modest. That's between you and God. But I oftentimes recognize this and see this in clients where I'll simply suggest to them like, hey, like what if you considered purchasing something that was a little bit more covered up? Would that leave you feeling better on the beach? Or would that leave you in a place mentally where you find that you don't need to be so aggressively striving for some specific kind of body or obsessing over dieting before you get to the beach or (laughs) restricting like the two days before you go on some sort of boating trip or whatever it is. Yeah, I know that I don't speak these things out of uh, 
<laughs> I know that there's someone out there that can connect with that where it's like, oh gosh. And I say this on a personal experience in my past. It's like, oh gosh, I got to be in a swimsuit, you know, four days from now for whatever kind of event. It's like, ooh, better be really extra tight with my nutrition. Better make sure I hit the gym. You guys, that's not healthy thought patterning. So if you find that you're falling into that place because your bikini is itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot, you know what I mean? <laughs> then would there be benefit to just considering finding something that's a little bit less exposing? Something you still feel good in. This isn't this isn't saying, hey, you need to like give up on feeling good in your clothing or you need to give up on on feeling like yourself or feeling feminine or whatever. No, 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 no. It's just saying, hey, is there something else out there that might leave you feeling a little bit better? something to consider. And question number five for you guys is, does the amount of time I'm spending on attaining a certain body type align with my life priorities? This I think can be a very, very convicting question. And the reason I bring this up is because it's so easy for us to spend so much time, energy, and especially our thoughts. We can spend a lot of thought space obsessing over our next meal, over our next workout. And maybe you need to pause and ask yourself, am I spending way more time thinking about my next meal or my next workout than I'm spending praying to God or being in his word or just even rejoicing and, and celebrating and like the gifts of the day? Am I spending more time obsessing over these things than I am celebrating and enjoying what God has provided to me and seeking his guidance throughout the day? First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 8 tells us rejoice always pray without ceasing in everything give thanks for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus I love that verse many of you guys probably know that concept pray without ceasing what does that look like for you when you stumble against things during your day do you pause to pray do you pause to seek his guidance do you rejoice in the things that he's given us in the blessings just in the small beauties of the day maybe you walk by a tree and the buds are really beautiful the blooms are gorgeous they smell good thanking God for that if we're constantly obsessing over the next meal, over the next workout, we're obsessing over how we look in the pants that we put on that morning, we completely lose sight of those good things, you guys. I don't know about you, but I know what that feels like when your your thoughts are so consumed that you lose sight of the beautiful things happening around you. You lose sight of the blessings of the day and pff, you're definitely not talking to God when you're obsessing over your next meal, right? So pause to really think about that. I think that when it comes to this concept of aligning your life priorities, there's an activity that I do with clients all the time where I'll have them basically pause to write out a list of all of the different components of their life and to prioritize currently where their time, thoughts, and energy goes, and then write a second list that kind of is like, ideally, where would I be? Things to think about putting into this list. This could be everything from your health, right? So maybe like, choices you're making within this category, your health, your work, your faith, you know, you spent time spent volunteering at church, serving time in the word, in prayer, family time, hobbies, friendships, and a multitude of other things. This is something for you to really pause and think about depending on your life, what your life looks like, but just pausing to write down a list of what is my time, where is my time currently going? And ideally, where would my time be going? Do you find if you look at that list that your health is actually sitting oddly high? And now it's not bad to prioritize health. But if your health is constantly, and by health, I mean, you know, this at 
per the conversation that we're currently having, health could mean workouts, it could mean meal prepping, it could mean go to the grocery store, it could mean just thinking about your next meal, as I mentioned. If you find that your health is always coming before family, it's always coming before your faith, it's always coming before your work, your hobbies, everything else, maybe there's an opportunity to just pause and to say, you know what, what is God calling me to? Per point number three, have you stopped to pray and ask God, hey Lord, where do you need me? Where do you want me spending my time? Where do you want me pouring my energy? Because I understand and recognize that I need you and your direction to figure this out. I know that I can't just lean on my own understanding. I need to trust in you, God. I respect that and I understand that. Maybe you just need to open up in prayer and you just need to see what he shares with you. Because this can be a very, very... uh, a very, very convicting sort of moment to recognize how much time you're putting toward a goal that maybe really doesn't even align with his plans or purposes for you for your life. Maybe you do this activity. Also, this is me just making certain assumptions based on who might be tuning into this podcast. But there might be some of you guys who pause and look at your list and you say, you know what? Actually, I've kind of stuck my health like way at the bottom. And as much as I'm listening to a podcast on striving for a bikini body, I'm definitely not doing that, which is a good thing. But I'm also like not even really taking care of my health. And I really could benefit from getting more sleep and from starting to move my body more. So maybe that activity puts you in that place. Now, given the topic of this podcast, for most of you guys, there's a good chance you'll recognize, hey, I've placed my health probably in a position that maybe deserves to go to something else. So pause to think through that. You know yourself best. You know your relationship with God. You know what he's calling you to. And so create that dynamic relationship and conversation with him in order to understand where he's guiding you. Let's recap, my friends. The five questions to ask yourself if you are striving for a bikini body. Question number one is, am I taking unhealthy measures to get there? Question number two is, do I plan to sustain this into the next season? Question number three is, how does a quote-unquote hot bod glorify God? Question number four is, does my closet require a quote-unquote hot bod? And question number five is, is the amount of time I'm spending on attaining a certain body type align with my life priorities? So friends, the key takeaway is this. Take some time to think through these questions. Really, really be honest with yourself. As I mentioned, if you listen to this podcast while you were driving in the car or doing something, replay this podcast. Do it while you're on a walk so you can pause and reflect on each of these questions after I mention them and really think on your own situation, your own thoughts, your own feelings around these various questions and be honest with where you're truly at. If you discover that you need to make some changes or pivot your perspective, I highly encourage you to start today. Start making a small change today. It doesn't need to be drastic. Maybe it's as simple as saying, you know what? I'm going to set a time on my calendar this week to go to the mall and I'm going to purchase a swimsuit that I love, but that doesn't bear quite so much because that feels like the next step for me. Maybe you recognize, hey, I really need to ditch this diet that I'm currently on and I need to just start making small healthy changes. Go listen to that podcast I mentioned. Start to determine, hey, what's the next change that I need to make because I've got to move on from this diet that I'm currently on. Maybe it's saying I need to create some space to just spend more time in prayer with God. 
so you can continue to hear his voice when it comes to his plans and purposes for your life. Because the more that you gain clarity on that, my friends, and you understand his plans and purposes, oftentimes the small voice in your head that tells you that you should be pursuing a certain body or that tells you you should look differently or that you have to start that diet or whatever it is, gets quieter and quieter and quieter because you start to recognize that it's just simply not as important as the things that God is calling you to. You start to understand that being healthy feels a certain way and you don't necessarily attach a certain look or appearance with that. You say, you know what? I want to feel a certain way so I can pursue, pursue God's plans and purposes. So think about that. Ask yourself these questions, pause and recognize, hey, where might I want to make some change this week? Where could I benefit from making some change? So my friends, that is what I have for you today. Let me know how you enjoyed this series. If you know someone that you think would really benefit from this series, please send them uh, to the podcast. I would absolutely love that. And we'll have some fresh content coming your way in the month of June. That is what I have for you, my friends. We will chat soon. Thank you for tuning into the Fit Feed by Read podcast. If this had a positive impact on you, I'd be so honored to have you share it with a fellow female millennial. Send it through text message or post it on your Instagram story, tagging me at Fit Feed by Read. I hope you guys have a stellar week ahead of building healthy habits. And don't forget, God loves you. <laughs>